All right, welcome to our season finale Yay! of Series Scrapped. And it's a Christmas episode. I know, Hooray. perfect, because we just had Christmas we in did. real life, too. In real life. In real life, not true <laughs> calling life. Um, but yeah, we have been breaking down every episode of True Calling, a series that was scrapped before its time. Um, so, should we announce our next or should we wait till the end of the episode? We should wait till the end of the episode. Okay. You have to listen to this season finale. <laughs> have to listen. To get to the end. I'm just kidding. You could fast out. forward. It's yeah. fine. But. <laughs> or if you're listening to this later, then you probably just already saw on our list of episodes That's true. what the next episode's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you can wait. You like it. It's all right. The suspense is killing you. Yes. Um, so this is the series finale, if, although it's not very finale-y because finale clearly the um, series was scrapped before they had a chance to wrap anything up because um, there is no wrapping anything up. There's no answers, guys. No answers. No answers. If you've been listening to our podcast <laughs> since the beginning for some answers on True Calling. Too bad. Yep, you're not getting Fill them. in the blank yourself. <laughs> Um, so this episode is um, "Twas the Night Before Christmas" again. It's episode six of season two of True Calling. It is the last episode of True Calling. Um, quick recap is that it's Christmas. Santa dies, but he doesn't ask for help, and they are in the lab. And a body who's like six months dead asks for help. And the day rewinds, and so she has to figure out who the body is, why she asked for help, finds out that they really just need to solve her murder, they solve it, that's the end. <laughs> and that's That the end was of the a series. very quick recap, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed with my own abilities. <laughs> Your own wrap-ups. Right? Um, so, the longer recap is, it's Christmas, True wakes up, and... There is literally one note on her calendar, and that's to have dinner on Christmas Eve with Harrison, as opposed to every other day she has dinner with she Harrison. Had to, she had to put that on her calendar because she <laughs> never has dinner with Harrison. Right, but like, and literally, so you either keep appointments on your calendar, or you don't keep appointments on your calendar, and I've got to feel like she doesn't have just one appointment for the entire month of December. <laughs> She can't be putting down appointments, Sarah. She she has too much of her life that changes from day to day. She she can't just she has to live in the moment. The only constant in her life is that she will have Christmas Eve dinner with Harrison. <laughs> it's the one thing she knows for sure. Even though she has dinner with Harrison or breakfast or lunch seemingly every day. Frequently. Frequently. And at least she sees him every year, so right. still probably don't need to put that on the calendar. Right. You probably have Christmas Eve dinner with Harrison every year, so it's fine. I don't think you're going to forget, A, that it's Christmas Eve. Right. And B, <clears throat> that you're having dinner with your brother. Like, I don't think that's a calendar-worthy event. <laughs> Maybe. Were you planning on forgetting that? I don't. Well, Harrison was, apparently. Yeah. Maybe Harrison should have put it on his right. calendar. Right. See, that's where we <laughs> messed up. Um, Harrison comes in and asks his dad for a raise at a job that he's been at for like a month. After listening to a suspicious phone call. Yes. 
But the dad says no. You've only been here like a month. (laughs) Uh, Prue is at the diner. Crazy. With her lab partners, and they are opening gifts. The diner? Yeah. Felt like a different restaurant. Oh, did it? Yeah. I looked around and It seemed like night in this first one. Yeah. So she, like, wakes up and it's Christmas Eve, then it's night, and she exchanges gifts, and then it was the next day again. And I was like, what happened here? But then, on day two, they were having breakfast with the lab partners, and it was, like, obviously breakfast that time in the restaurant. And I was like, why did it feel like night the first time around? I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Um, You know, true calling is really good at timeline. (laughs) They're so good with consistency. <laughs> so I'm really shocked that you would have I know. such a Shock. problem with the timeline of an episode. <laughs> it's really strange. strange. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Jensen says, I shouldn't even be here. You saved me. So every day is a gift. Just like Christmas. Oh, Jensen. <laughs> Because she pushed him out of the way of a moving car the day yes. before. Um, or was, it was, wasn't the day before. It was, but recently. It was recently. <laughs> we don't know how long ago it was because we didn't even know it was December. Right. In the last episode, but apparently well, it suddenly was. Suddenly we're at Christmas Eve and they're still talking about his near-death experience. <laughs> He's never going to not talk about it. Right. <laughs> it's like one of those people like that were really cool in high school and like... <laughs> That's all they talk about high school stuff. Remember high school when Remember I was super awesome? When I was so cool. Oh, like uh, Rico from... Yes. From Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Just like him. That's what, that's what Jensen's going to become. Um, Harry thinks their dad is having an affair because he's all secretive with Jack. Santa comes into the morgue. They don't think he's going to ask for help. It was natural causes. Psych Chick calls, says that Santa didn't show up for the kids that she's helping out. Sad. I know. They figure out, oh, it's the dead Santa that we've got here. Out of all the other thousands of Santas, probably around <laughs> It's probably town. this one. It's got to be this one. And I have a question. What happens to the presents? Can they not just take the presents, or are they evidence now? I mean, he died of natural causes, so right. probably you don't need evidence but are they considered personal belongings, maybe? So, I mean, couldn't couldn't They're Davis just take that bag and right. go go give them to the... I don't know, man. Yeah, but, I don't uh, get why they could not release the presents. I mean, they're kids. They're presents yeah. for kids. Yeah, I feel like the city would understand. It's for, like, kids of the city. Like, I don't know. It feels like the city probably paid for them, so... Natural causes. Yeah. So just release the presents. Um, Harrison is following their dad. Um, oh, because he thinks that he's having an affair. Because of the suspicious phone call. Right. And apparently he's call. been tailing him a lot. Yes. He's getting good at tailing. Apparently that is a thing that has been happening we didn't talk about sooner. Right. <laughs> so he tails him to this apartment <laughs> and sees his dad with... Jack! Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Um, True. Not is... where he thought this was going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True's pissed that Harrison didn't show up for Christmas Eve dinner, but his dad lies through his teeth saying that this is the first time he's ever met Jack. 
Harrison knows it's a lie, and then his he dad is like lie after lie, and Harrison is like, "No, man, I know no. you're lying every yeah. time." And then he's like, "Okay, yeah, you're right. This is what really happened, and it's still alive." N- no, I know no, that. I know that's also a lie. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, you got me. But this <laughs> is what really happened. No. And then he just goes straight in and tries to kill him. And you're like, man, that escalated quickly. I don't think that was the right call. I can't figure out any more lies. I'm going to choke you Not good with thinking on my feet. I'll just kill my son. It's fine. It'll be all good because, you know, that's I'm honestly a little surprised Jack didn't come out and be like, what is happening? Yeah. Jack just stayed up there. He's like, it's fine. I'll, it's I'll fine. just be here waiting when you're done. <laughs> Come get me when you've got something going on. Also, apparently that's Jack's apartment. When did he move yeah. from the rear window apartment? Well, he moved from the rear window apartment once they, like, caught on to him. Like, because when he moved into the rear window apartment, they didn't know that he was evil Jack. And then once they find out evil Jack, then they run, True's running to his apartment and he's gone. Yeah. It's like, when did he change apartment? He moved, and then he was, like, gone for, like, three months, and oh, that's right. then came back. I do remember that he was gone for a little while. Yeah. So now so he that's has an legit. even nicer apartment. Right, right. Now that he's not working for the morgue anymore. Right. <laughs> <coughs> working, working for, for True's dad yeah. pays a lot better. <laughs> pays way Unless better. Unless you're Harrison. I was going to say, wah. apparently not enough for Harrison to, like, stay in his apartment, but... He's not as high up as Jack. Right. <laughs> oh. um, dad attacks him. Harrison gets away. <laughs> like, what is your game plan? I know. First you try to kill him, and then you just let him go? Right. Like, what happens if he tells True that you tried to kill him? Like, you I don't think have True's not thought this very... through at all. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, like you said, not good thinking on his feet. <laughs> no, like not good. I mean, he tries to kill the mom, tries to kill Harrison. That's just his go-to. Tried go-to. to kill his current wife with that same girl, right, the right. same guy, I mean. His go-to. Something's causing him problems. Um, let's kill him. But then he's never really successful. Well, he was successful with True's mom, but, you know, not but quite successful. Unless that the wasn't rest. the goal. Unless right. True was actually That's the true. goal. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. So many questions. So many questions. We should just like call the people who We need to find these writers created. and be like, we have questions. We've got some questions. <laughs> that and... we've been holding on to for 17 years. <laughs> They're like, I don't even remember. They're like, let this go, man. <laughs> this show hasn't been on the air, on the air in almost... A full adult. (laughs) The show would be a senior in high school right now, so get over it. Senior in high school. Oh my gosh. I'm going to start bombarding Eliza Dushku on Instagram with questions. Have you ever considered? So, back in True Calling. Remember True Calling? I have some questions. If anybody involved with the show can She'd be like, some man, I don't, I don't know any of the I answers. <laughs> I just read the lines on the script. But didn't you have these questions for the writers as well? Weren't you like, but what about this? But what? Oh, man. Oh. Um, True comes into the lab and Jensen is there being all super creepy. 
and his personality seems to have completely changed from when he was supposed to die. Um, and so here's my theory. It's like he lost his soul. Because his soul died. Right. And his body should have died at the same time, but it didn't. Right. I see. That's my theory. It's always been my theory there, like, because it seems like he's just, like, soulless <clears throat> at this point. That's a good theory. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I want them to bring up Jack's, the way that Jack died and came story. back. Yeah. Because they mentioned it, but they didn't mention much about it. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe, you know, Jensen's getting kind of creepy, so maybe. Yeah. This That's is a how good twist. Like yeah, I could maybe totally this is see how that. Jensen starts to be like Jack, and yeah. that would be an interesting tie-in. And but yeah. then if that was the case, then why are the dad and Jack trying to kill him? Do they just not right. want any other team members? <laughs> like, like we're all full up here. <laughs> no, no, we we work alone. Yeah, except <laughs> for we've got you know psych chicks. Except and... for you know the three of us. Right. Besides that, we work alone. Besides. That. <laughs> We're the three musketeers. The yeah. evil three musketeers. Um, Harrison tries to call True, but a body, not from the morgue, but from the medical lab, um, asks for help and bef- before she can answer the call. And the day rewinds. Jack, Jack, well, Jack, Jack tells True's dad to be more careful since they were caught the day before. This time, when Harrison asks for a raise, he says he'll look into it. True heads to the morgue to try and figure out why a body who has been dead for six months would ask for help. Um, She heads to the lab to figure out why the body asked for help, and Jack is there offering to help. And I loved this when, like, she walks in. He's like, like, oh, I think I wrote it down. Um, For the record, this she was already dead when I got here. Yes. And then she says some snide remark, and he goes, whatever. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. Jason, like, I don't know why it felt so weird to hear Jason Priestley go, whatever. Yeah. He's totally in the bitter barn, but I had just died. Um, so uh, Jens, or Jack offers help. Jensen and True examine the body. It looks like she was murdered, but she was having a hard time finding any info out about the body. So she heads to get Jack's help, who actually sees the last day of the <laughs> victim. So Jack cha- Jack takes True, wow, I don't know why I couldn't say that, to the body's last moments. True does what she does to find out more information about the body. And her car came back. Right. I know. For the first time since she bought it, maybe. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I'm not you still have today. that car. Good job, True. <laughs> and I think she only had it so she could make that snide comment to yeah. Jack about not wanting to ride in the same cars. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was I think funny. that's when he said whatever. Yeah, I think that is when he whatever. said whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, she does her little like, hey, I got these flowers and I want to say thank you. The card disappeared. <laughs> Um, So they find the body's sister and get her to talk about her sister. They find out that the person who murdered her was not prosecuted because there was a lack of evidence. Harrison is still suspicious of his dad. True and Jack visit the murderer's house. His wife tells them that they will be at the same church that the sister will be at. 
So they're like, ooh, that's going to be fun. And then Davis plays Santa for the kids, gives them all morgue supplies. <laughs> I want a bone saw. I want a that bone was amazing. Saw. Yeah, that was so fun. I don't have any more of those, but this is a splatter guard. <laughs> So you don't blood. get blood all over yourself. And she's like, oh, cool. Son, you're the coolest Santa ever. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, <laughs> Jack doesn't think the murderer actually killed the body because he says, you know, you've got a feeling about you if you're a murderer. Because I know. He ain't got the stank or something yeah. is what he says. Because I got that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harrison follows his dad again to the apartment, but this time he surprises Harrison with the keys to the apartment. Um, Jensen shows up at the church and lights a candle for a few people he knows, but doesn't say who the last candle is for and blows it out. Like, did you did you catch that part? Yes. So creepy. So creepy. Yeah, Jensen is being the most creepy at the church, for sure. Yeah. I was like, what is happening with Jensen? And I remember the first time I saw this episode, I was like, he killed the body. Ooh. Like, I really, at that, that point, with the candle, I thought he lit the candle for that girl and blew it out because he was the one that murdered her. Oh, that would have been a twist, for sure. Yeah. Like, he was dating her, too, and, like, or he liked her, but she Dated was dating the other guy. six months ago and killed her. Yeah. Like, because that's why he was all creepy with her at the lab and everything, like. Oh, yeah, he was kind of weird about the body at the lab. Yeah. He picked a good body. I know, right? <laughs> okay, thanks, Judson. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. You're being really weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was one of the other things that when, at the very beginning, when, when Santa uh is dead and she's like you think he's gonna be like ho ho help me and i was like why are you being seductive about that this is santa first of all he's dead second of all the way you said that was super seductive to davis ho ho help me i do have that quote here like i was like what happened whisper a ho ho help me That is so creepy. She's been hanging out with Jensen too much. She has been hanging out with Jensen too much. Yeah. When he lit that candle, I was just like, oh, he's the murderer. <laughs> oh, um, man. But the second time I watched it, I knew he was not. But, you know, rude. Anyway. But he's still creepy. He's still creepy. Um, the daughter of the body goes to confront the not murderer with a gun. Jack shows up to talk the girl down. True figures out that it's the wife that murdered the body. Not murderer turns her into the authorities. Davis is talking to Psych Chick, tells her about True. And then True and Jack have a truce. And it ends. I mean, they, they had a truce all episode. But it ends. But then she invites him over for Christmas Eve dinner because no one should be alone on Christmas Eve. And they're at the dinner and everybody's there having a good time true's making <laughs> having out an awkward time creepy jensen oh my gosh she made out with him for so long i, know, I was like right? this is uncomfortable for your friends and family what is happening stop yeah. making out in front of everybody <laughs> and then the series got scrapped <laughs> oh man Huh. What this, do you think? This was in, it was interesting that she helped a body that died so long ago. Yes. But I'm glad it wasn't the main guy because that's first Cupid from Charmed. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I love him. Not murderer. I love Cupid. My... Yeah. yeah. Not murderer. Not murderer. The man who was in love with the dead body. Right. <laughs> Before she was dead. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's weird that he was, because he, he, he tells the daughter, I, I loved her. Yeah. I would never have hurt her. Yeah. And I want to be like, what you still doing with your wife? Right. Like, if you loved her, leave your wife. It's right, not fair right. to your wife to <laughs> stay with her if you don't love like, her. Well, this one died, so I might as well just go back to my unhappy marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, like, so weird. And he's like, well, she's dead. I guess I'll just stay. Like, what? That's not good. I don't know. That's That was weird. <laughs> but I do love C- Cupid. He's... Yeah. He's so adorable and charmed. But yeah. I'm glad he wasn't a murderer, because if he had been the murderer, I would have been like, no... Cupid, <laughs> no, no, but you're Cupid. <laughs> but you're the most precious. Don't do it. So my question about that is, like, so the first trial, <clears throat> he's acquitted because there's not enough evidence to prosecute him. Uh-huh. So what makes you think there's going to be enough evidence to prosecute the wife? Like, there's the same <laughs> amount of evidence. <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's different if you confess. True, but um, I don't think she's done any confessing. No, she hasn't. But that was interesting that her husband called the cops on her. Yeah. He was like, um... He's like, sweet, I'm finally out. He's like, well, you tell the cops. Yeah. I'm going in the house. Uh, See ya. Uh, please peace don't, out. Please don't run away from them when I turn my back on you. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um... That was really funny. I'm just like, I just don't think there's going to have enough evidence to prosecute your wife if they couldn't even prosecute you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, where is this magical evidence coming from? Yeah, right? Um, Oh, man. uh, So I just, we are still completely ignoring Meredith. True literally says, oh, you know, the usual dinner with Harry and a toast to those who couldn't make it. Like, could just say Meredith. It's right. fine. Like what? What? Like and a toast to Meredith and my dad and his wife and their kids. Right. Like I don't know. Like at least Meredith. But like, then the dad end up coming for Christmas dinner, right. and not his wife and his kids, who were also never going to dress again. Right. I mean, he did say that he still had them. Right. On the phone, on that suspicious phone call. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that at all. Mike, okay, dinner with Harrison and a toast to those who couldn't make it. Here's my question. Yeah. The whole time they're thinking, okay, what we have to do is stop someone from killing the murderer who got away. Sure. This is okay to Jack? Right. (laughs) Like, it's okay for you to stop murders that haven't happened yet? Right. I mean, because if that's true, just why because, is what True's doing such a problem? Right. Just because it didn't happen before she rewound, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, like, like I was like, she was well, gonna murder her. This is okay for you to stop murders. Like, since when is that part of your you, the your weirdest book? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. The Jack. weirdest values, Jack. Yes, I also really liked when she was like. Yeah, I, all I needed was a starting place, so peace out. And he's all, she's like, it's not personal. And then she goes, actually, it's completely <laughs> personal. 
That was funny. Yeah, the banter between Jack and True um, is so good. Oh, they're so cute. I really wanted them to end up together. Yeah. Because they they work together so well. Like, the way that their personalities and their banter and everything goes, like, I think they would have been a cute couple. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I forget, I think this is... I think this is another Jack, like, banter um, that they're talking about. Like, there was only one death yesterday, and that one already ho-ho happened. <laughs> Stop making the Santa jokes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so those were the best. Um, questions, though. Did you have any more questions? Yes. I Why is so- the doctor volunteering with children? <laughs> She's, like, evil. Right? She's like, I'm going to take some time out of being evil to volunteer with these inner city kids. It'll be fine. What? Yeah. She's like, these poor kids who these don't get Christmas. And I'm like, do you just but care about evil. people one day a year? What's happening right now? It is Christmas, you know. <laughs> it brings out the, oh, the heart in everybody. Oh, and Davis, why did you do it? Why did you spill the beans? Oh, I know, Davis. right? Like he's a sucker for a pretty face. He is a sucker for a pretty face. Like he got to she's learn. She's got him like wrapped around her <sighs> finger. So frustrating. Yeah, yeah. It'd be curious to know like where they were going with that. Yes. Like, what is her end game? Like, just to be in. Like when they already knew the planning? secret. So why was she trying to get that out of Davis? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. It's all very confusing. So that she can... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She, her end yeah. game was to be... We don't get any answers, guys. No answers. Nothing. Um, oh, and this was so great. So we were talking about the, getting the presents back from, like, you know, personal effects or where it yeah. was supposed to be. Um, he And Davis says... You would think being the medical examiner, I would have some pull. I'm like, uh, like, uh, why didn't he just say city morgue? <laughs> city morgue. I've got this. City morgue. You can give me these presents. And it wasn't a murder, so they shouldn't be evidence. Like, this, this is what I'm saying. Like, if Santa died of natural causes, and technically the presents were bought by either whoever's running the program she's doing, right. or the city. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's fine to take those presents down. Not that they weren't excited about the splatter guard and the bone saw. Because right. they for sure were. But <laughs> is giving underprivileged kids a bone saw a good idea? Probably not. Right. And if City Moore gets you a free pass <laughs> everywhere, yeah. why, why isn't Davis it work using there? this more? <laughs> Maybe it only works if you're pretty? I don't know. Right. Oh, that's true. They're like, oh, she's pretty. Don't yeah, ask questions. It's fine. <laughs> Let's just give this girl her this guy's heart. Um, what are you doing here, City Moore? City oh, Moore. Okay, go right in. Go. No further questions. <laughs> um. Oh, and then this is the other thing I don't get. Um, the two other lab partners, their flights are canceled. Oh yeah. And so they're stuck on Christmas Eve at the airport. Can't they just go home? Yeah. Like, do they have to be stuck at the airport? Yeah. How far away is the airport? I I feel like they could just come back. Right. It's not that far. It's not like it's a snowstorm. Like, 
keeping them at the airport. Like, yeah. It just seems, seems like, like it's fine for everyone else. Yeah. Seems like maybe your flight got canceled to where you were going. Right. So probably so you could just go home. Go home. You don't need to. You're not far from the airport. If they call and say we got a flight, you, you could go right back. back. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get that. For <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, that was interesting. Also, nobody knew about the dad killing Harrison, not even Jack. Right! <laughs> so it's like... Right! We're just not gonna... Nobody knows. Like, yeah. okay. Nobody knows that he tried to kill Harrison. I know. And I do wonder what Jack would have done if he had seen it. Yeah. Like, would Jack have been like, whoa... <laughs> What are you, Dude, there's other what's ways. Happening? <laughs> Why are you trying to kill you your son? You don't have to go from like getting caught in a lie to death. I don't think that was necessary, but Jack is really more of a uh, manipulator. Yeah, yeah. He's better, I think, at manipulating people than... Yeah, I could see that. Richard? Is that his I name? I think his name is Richard. I just keep saying True's, True's dad. dad. Yeah. I mean, I don't take the time to learn other people's names. <laughs> As evidenced by Lab Janice. Lab Janice. <laughs> and Psych Chick, who I Psych never Chick. referred to <laughs> as her actual name. Oh, man. Yeah. You don't even call her Juliet. Like, <laughs> that's maybe the funniest part about that. What? Oh, Psych Chick. You're talking about the girl. Yes. No, I did call her Juliet. I A didn't lot, call yeah. her whatever her character's name was. That's right. The doctor. Yeah, the I, doctor keep, I keep thinking Psych Lou Chick. because that's her name in Brotherly Love. Oh, Her yeah. name is Louise, but she goes by Lou because uh, she's very tomboy. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, no, Psych Chick. The, the psychologist. I know. I always forget who you're talking about when you call her Psych Chick. I'm okay. like, who is that? You're like, Maggie oh, that Lawson doctor. died. That Jack Chris. killed her. Move on. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maggie Lawson. Any other questions? I mean, you know, so many. Well, right. Really series-long <laughs> questions I've been having. <laughs> but none, none particular to this episode. Yeah. Um, the stuff I loved, again, yeah. Um, more, like... Almost everything in the stuff I loved was true in Jack Banter. Um, so funny. Yeah. So, you know, for the record, she was already dead when I got here. And then... Um, I love him so much. Like, Jack wants true to say help me to him. And so he's like, you got to say it. What, what do I want to hear? Whatever. She's like, help me? She's like, would you settle for bite me? <laughs> I love it. They're so cute together. They are so cute together. Do you have anything else you loved about this episode? Um, no, I think that's it. How about hated? What did you hate about this episode? <laughs> I don't feel like we got very much information on the body. Like, yeah, we we had no real idea of how she died or why there wasn't evidence or right. any of these things, which were technically not very important, but yeah. this is one of the few episodes where we just didn't focus on the case, like, at all. Yeah. This was all about, like, True and Jack. Yeah. And Harrison. Yeah. And not really about the body at all. Well, and I feel like that, like, hindered the episode because it... 
like it felt like the episode was all over the place. Yeah. Like really disjointed like okay and here and now Harrison's here and now True's here and like yeah cut to this it cut felt to like this. really disjointed like... when a lot like usually when they're like separate storylines they intersect like yeah and I feel like just a little more setup on it being Cambria would have been nice yeah instead of the sister right um because like the, Cambria like never said anything she was always just like standing there awkward and right shy and i don't know maybe you were going for it's always the quiet one right yeah. you know but like <laughs> i don't know i feel we like we want people to say at the end of this it's always the quiet one i feel like we should have like saw how upset she was yeah. about her mom yeah we should have seen that somewhere i don't know no, that's mostly totally we amazing. just saw her. Yeah, because you don't really see her upset about her mom, and then you're like, all of a sudden, she's gonna kill some guy. And where did she get the gun? About, and I had like, that question as well. <laughs> she's what fourteen? Where this? did she get the gun? Yeah. Like, did Anne just have that in case she decided to go after the murderer? Right. You know, I feel like I need a gun because <laughs> you know my sister was murdered one, and... one day. I might Someday. go after that guy. I'm heading there. <laughs> yeah. Um, she buy it as protection because her sister was murdered. <laughs> right. Let's just, I just need some groundwork here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a really disjointed episode. And, like, I feel like what they do with Jensen kind of goes against everything <sighs> that they were, like, trying to do in the whole series. Yeah. Like, because, like... I know he doesn't technically ask for help, but, like, I feel like she's saved people indirectly that haven't necessarily, like, asked for help in the past, and we haven't, like, had a problem with that, or, you know, it's just, they, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, it feels like what they've done with Jensen, how, like, kind of making him not ask for help like yeah. just win against everything like yeah unless they were gonna do that whole yeah this is how he becomes like jack kind of thing yes but again we just didn't bring that up again right so they like dropping things and never bringing it up you know this kid's gonna set fire to an apartment building but i'm sure he's fine you know, Jack just gets up and moves from a table. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Meredith goes to rehab and never, ever, ever comes back. I'm sure it's fine. Could we not ever see her after rehab? No. That's so funny. Like, we may have seen her Because I mentioned once, several but... times, she'll, she'll be out soon from right. rehab. And then we just don't talk and about And then we her. just stop talking about her. Because maybe she died in rehab. She could. And True didn't want to see if she'd ask for right. help. <laughs> right? She dies in rehab. True's True like, was like, eh. <laughs> weigh my pros and cons <laughs> on this. It's kind of a far drive. I don't like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's raining. Fun. I don't want to go. It's, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that's it. That's True Calling. What did you think of the series as a whole, Bryn, uh, having never seen it? I liked it a lot. Really good cast. Yeah. Really, um, really intriguing uh, 
I don't want to say plot, but like, yeah, it, it was an intriguing premise, idea. Yeah. Premise. Yes. Thank yeah, yeah. you. That's the word. <laughs> That's um, I liked it a lot. I did. I wish it had been executed better. Yeah. I can see where the writers, they were not given the A team on this. Right. On the, the, the star writing team was busy doing something else. <laughs> um, so I can see where maybe it fell short. And I think it probably still could have survived a little longer if it hadn't been fighting, uh, what did you say, Friends? Yeah, the last um, season of Friends. Um, and I think if it had gained a fan base, they probably would have given more good writers to it. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I, I think some of their downfalls were, you know, both not realizing how smart their audience was and giving them too much credit at the same time. And I yeah. don't know how you do that. I know. It depends on who was the head writer that week, right. I guess. Because <laughs> they're either hitting us over the head or they're leaving us with, like, so many questions. And really, nobody on the writing team seemed to want to answer questions for us. Yeah. Like, you keep... It, it seems like, you know, with, like, Veronica Mars, you get little pieces of the puzzle, like, of the big puzzle every week. Yeah. Even though there's also, like, a, you yes. know, quote-unquote monster of the week, like... Sure. Like, Buffy, but you're still dealing with that over-arc, and I yeah. think they had a real problem with, like, dealing with the over-arc and the monster of the week, like... Yes. It's a trade-off, for sure. It, um, it's tricky to write something like that, and um, and I get that. I, I've tried to write something like that <laughs> myself. <laughs> Trying to write a, a pilot episode for yeah. a reboot of The Rockford Files. Oh, interesting. Um, but the thing about The Rockford Files is it's from the 70s, yeah. and there is no, <laughs> is no over-arc. Yeah. It's just episode to episode, because... In the 70s, they were like, whoever is going to see all these episodes? Nobody. Yeah. Like, it just is what it is from week right, to week. Right, right. Um, but it's like five What's or binge six. watching? Yeah. It's like five or six seasons. So it really made it a long time with no overarc. Like, yeah. So that's impressive. But, yeah, I'm trying to take cues from Veronica Mars because I love the way you got little, little bits. Right. And there was a season-long villain. Yeah. Um, or mystery or whatever that right. you had to solve. It's tricky, but I, I do think they could have done a little better. Yeah. Our so. our next series. <gasps> What's it going to be, Bryn? <laughs> it's going to be Moonlight. Moonlight. I'm so I'm excited. Like, speaking of Veronica Mars. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, if you liked Veronica Mars, Jason Dory is in almost every episode. Logan, I can't wait. As I a vampire. I love him. I love him. A 400-year-old playboy vampire. I love that. Oh, he's <laughs> going to be so good in that role. Like, I can't wait. So I haven't seen it. So this series is from 2007. It only made one season. But I think it sort of has the opposite problem of true calling and you know you can see for yourself but i feel like they gave us too many answers too fast <laughs> <laughs> like oh there's nothing left to know and at the end of season one you're kind of like i'm good yeah <laughs> i mean i have questions sure but i don't need a season two obviously yeah. it would be awesome because right. i love these characters yeah but i don't need it yeah. Kind of wrapped up nicely there at the end, and I'm good. Like Perfect. The opposite of yeah. what we've just dealt with. Yeah. 
So you can judge her yourself. And obviously there will be questions at the end of season one. But not, yeah. not any that you're like, I have to know. Like, True Calling left, like, everything unanswered. Right? <laughs> you, you don't have any answers. You have more questions than you started with. Um, yeah, I'm excited I'm to not really do the recaps excited. anymore. Yes. For a season. That's yes. going to be it's fantastic. It's like 16, 17 episodes. Yes. And it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. I think, last I checked, you can find it for free on CW... Seed. Seed. Thank you. Yes. Because I've already Seed. looked it up. Yeah. So, CW Seed, uh, you can watch it for free. I was this free. close buying it on Voodoo. It's, like, it's not that expensive. It's not. I like it's one I, season. I probably will end up doing that if it gets to be too much of a pain to watch. Yeah, I have it on Voodoo. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched very much on Seed, so yeah. I don't know what kind of a pain their app is. But well, yeah, I didn't think it was like I found it online, but my Roku app didn't have it, so mm. um, that's why I was like, it might be a pain if it's like not you can on my get Roku. it on your phone. I think but... I could probably Chromecast it then at that point, but. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I I I watched I want to say I watched the first episode of Nancy Drew on the CW. Oh, I sure. Is that CW? I don't remember. It was bad. Oops. Guys, the new reboot of Nancy Drew, it's not good. <laughs> if you're a big fan of the Nancy Drew books, don't do it. It's not the same thing at all. <laughs> I I was like legit this is not anywhere near the same thing. I don't know why you guys wanted to do this. There, this has been like this trend to do the, you know, the seedy underbelly of Nancy Drew. It's not like a seedy <laughs> underbelly. It's, it's she's just like a teenage detective. I don't know. She's like Veronica Mars. Yeah, like couldn't you have been more like Veronica Mars? Because Veronica Mars is straight up closer to the Nancy Drew book yeah. than that Nancy reboot. Drew is, and I was like. What is happening? Oh, that's terrible. And now they're going to do a Hardy Boys. Somebody, Hulu, oh, I think, is going to do a Hardy Boys. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> so it sounds like, because I didn't, I didn't see the Nancy Drew reboot, but um, I, and I did not see the Gem movie, but <laughs> that made me mad because, like. <laughs> the so Gem and the super, Hologram? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I watched that cartoon religiously like sure. i own the dvds i'm a little young for gem and the holograms but i get it. i know who they are i get it. i had the dolls <laughs> i had like i watched the show religiously <laughs> i have the dvds now like i'm a gem we just bought he-man on voodoo nice. i'm super excited it was on sale That's this month um, yeah, so I was, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing a gem movie, like a live action gem movie. I'm all in. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I watched the trailer and nearly threw my laptop through the wall. Cause I'm like, why are you even calling it gem when it's Hannah Montana? Oh boy. No, that's bad. Like it, like if you watch the trailer, it's very, I don't know if you saw the Hannah Montana movie. I don't know if I saw the movie, but I have seen many episodes of Hannah Montana. So there's the Hannah Montana movie, which is what I've seen. Um, and I was watching the Gem trailer, and I was like, this is Hannah Montana. This is not Gem. There's no synergy. You rebooted not... Hannah Montana. Right! 
I'm like, don't call it gem if you're going to oh, have, like, no, no aspects of gem. Like, she doesn't turn into gem from, like, some orphan, like, through oh, magical earrings. Oh, no, boy. she just, like, puts on a disguise and <laughs> sings songs. Like, That's so bad. Like, no. I read this article. So, and with an E. I have oh, never sure. watched it. I haven't either. But I read this article about how they were, the writers were like, we just really wanted to explore the seedy underbelly of Anne. <laughs> and I was like, Anne of Green Gables doesn't have a seedy underbelly. Like, that's sort of what we love about her. I don't understand. Yeah. And then, you know, R- Riverdale did this uh-huh. whole creepy. And I was like, have you even seen the Archie comics? Right? What? What is this need we have to destroy our childhoods yeah. with a seedy underbelly? What is this? Like, and now Sabrina. And I'm like, yeah. really, guys? And I, and I read some article about some new Pride and Prejudice reboot that Uh-oh. wanted to explore the, the seedy, seedy underbelly <laughs> of Pride and Prejudice. And I was like, stop, 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 stop. What is happening, you guys? Why are we obsessed with turning our cute, fun childhood memories into creepy Murder stories. What is that obsession? I don't like it. Stop it. Just stop it. Just write a creepy murder story. Right. Then you will have those fans and it will be fine. It has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Stop ruining it for the rest of us who liked our childhood. (laughs) You obviously hated your own. (laughs) What the heck? I'm super frustrated by this. The seedy underbelly of He-Man. Yeah, so Brian and I... Skeletor. Brian and I joke about this all the time now. When something comes out, we're like, oh, good, the seedy underbelly of whatever. Is Saved by the Bell reboot? Is it exploring the seedy (laughs) underbelly underbelly of of Saved by the Bell? (laughs) Yeah. I can't handle it. Oh, people. So, yeah, so check it out, CW, Seed. Um, if you can't find it on the Roku app, look online or on the, um, you know, regular phone app. Uh, we're going to start on Moonlight next episode. Yay. I'm so excited. So be sure to watch episode one of Moonlight. And If you're not totally into vampires, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not totally into vampires either, but this is actually really well done and... It goes, it kind of takes it like a, it it takes vampires and kind of combines them with like a 1930s, 40s detective um, vibe. So it's, it's really cool. His, his um, monologues every episode are very like, you know, she came to my place kind of like stuff. Uh, It's just, but it's modernized. So so it's really cool. It's a very, very cool atmosphere. So. If you're not totally into vampires, I get it, but you should still give this show a shot because it's it's different, I think. Yeah. I mean, and I think, like, I'm not super into vampires, but I love Buffy, you know. Yes. Like, I would Same. assume it'd be similar to... Yes, it is. But it's a, it's a different vibe, for sure. Yeah. And there's not, like... I don't know. I feel like with Buffy, there's just like hundreds of vampires all the time. I know. <laughs> like, where are all these people coming from? But the thing about... Moonlight is, he's a private detective and private investigator, and he mixes with humans. So it's a lot of, like, vampires mixing with humans, Mm. um, which is interesting. Yeah. And the main girl um, is really awesome, too. The only thing I've ever seen her in was 
Mansfield Park. So only if you're a Jane Austen fan, <laughs> you maybe have seen her or something. I don't know. I don't know that uh, nobody in this. I mean, the most famous person in the regular cast is Jason Doring, yeah. and that's kind of sad and saying something. But yeah, it's from 2007, so it was a few years after Veronica Mars. Yeah. Um. Or the year after Veronica Mars ended? What, what I don't was that? I remember when it ended. I don't remember either. Yeah. I feel like it, she, I think like it ended in 2006. Sure. Sounds about right. So, would have been the next year. Yeah. Post Veronica Mars Logan. Yes. Super excited. He has some so amazing quotes in every Yay. episode. He's so great. I love him. That'll be fun. Yeah. So. All right. Get excited, guys. Yep, excited. So we'll see you next episode for Moonlight. Bye.